Okay, nice one. So we're on to game number four now. So the uh, uh, the hottest team in the NFL, really. We're talking about the Eagles, the 11-1 Eagles, and they are going to play a team I think you might like, Brian, the Giants, 7-4-1. Uh, uh, of course, that one was the tied game from last weekend. Um, so this one's actually, Sky are picking this one for their main live broadcast, um, which is telling in and of itself. But um, maybe, uh, Brian, you you kick us off here, being the being the fan. Uh, you you might have a, a blinkered view on this, but you might have a more sanguine view. Give us give us give us your thoughts. I'll, I'll give you an honest opinion before I do. Okay, that. that's 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 the best version. I, so I like we, those kind of. Opinions. We started off with a game blue and green in the Bills and the Jets and Columns picked the, the green team. So I assume for in this game you'll have to go with the blue team to, to <laughs> line it up. Um, look, I was looking back at last year's games when you know when the Giants played the Eagles because. Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, the quarterback, the Eagles, has had a fantastic season, and we're talking about MVP. He's right up there. And Colum has been on, this, as we said on Monday, Colum has been on the Jalen Hurts train for quite some time, and I remember games last year where he wasn't as good, and the Giants in particular held him down for three quarters in the four quarters in the first game and three and a half quarters in the second game. And back then, he didn't have the players around him, which he has now, such as A.J. Brown, who we spoke about on Monday going off on the... Big number against the Titans last year, but collectively as a group, they've wanted to come together. Yeah, he's having a great season, but all the wide receivers are having a great season. Goddard, the tight end, is injured unfortunately at the moment. He was having a great season. Running backs and Sanders. Bart Scott obviously has played well against the Giants. He seems to be coming in and out of the team. And offensive line this season has really improved. Kelsey's the main man there. He's holding it all together, and he just seems to have them all playing in, in, in tune and alignment one another. And defensively, this was actually when the start of the season when we were doing our season preview. We did pick them. I did pick them to win the division, but I felt defensively it would be the, one of the, the weak spots and in particular the secondary because they had so many games last year where they got exposed. But the secondary hasn't come to pass this year. For the Giants, like the, what I wouldn't say is one thing that's been exploited this season in, in, in numerous games has been the Eagles' run defence. Now, Jordan Davis, their first-round pick, has come back and had a really good game last week. But the Giants... A way of winning this season has been consistent. You give the ball to Saquon Barkley, our main running back, and you allow him to do his thing. And for large parts of the season, it's been working. The offensive line has really improved. But of late, he's kind of backtracked slightly. The numbers, I don't know, it's a case of the grind of the season is catching up with him. For the Giants to win, they're going to have to get back to what was working throughout the early part of the season, which is run the ball effectively, keep Daniel Jones upright, and allow him to even be potentially in a position to do run pass options. It's a big ask, generally, because even like when the Eagles don't use their own game and don't have Jalen Hurts running with the ball because he's such a dynamic runner of the ball. They still haven't put up 29 or 39, 380 yards last week, four touchdowns. And the previous week, he ran for 170 yards. So there's two, two ways of playing. Do you stop the run and you, or do you stop the, the, uh, the wide receivers? Either way, he can do both. It's a big task for the Giants. Um, as, as, as much as I would love to see them win, and I'm surprised how, how close the line is. I think it's more of a factor that in the NFC East game, they're always very close. I don't see the Giants being able to deliver to Seagulls team. But we have seen surprises throughout this season and many seasons, so who knows, maybe come Monday when we're doing a review, I'll, I'll be a happy man, but I, I can't see it happening this Sunday. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Colm? So uh, the Giants fan, even back in the Eagles here, how are you? Yeah, that uh, that that is quite something, given how Mr O'Leary feels about uh, those uh, free birds from uh, Philadelphia. Um, he Brian makes a, a, a lot of good points in terms of, especially in the references to last year. But a, a stat, Kala, you like stats. A oh, stat, I love stats. Yeah, a stat that stood out to me 
um, which tells you, I think, how different this Eagles team is in comparison to last year's. So last year's Eagles team were 0-7 versus playoff teams. Um, and that includes the the the, the postseason itself when they, mm. when they got there because they lost immediately. So 0 and 7. They were one of only two winless teams in the NFL against playoff teams, the others being the Atlanta Falcons. This year, um, the Eagles have played three teams thus far, who um, the Vikings, Titans, and Cowboys, and they are three and zero in in those games. So this is a very different Eagles uh, team that that we're looking at. And Brian is right to call out the return of jo- uh, Jordan Davis. I think that is a, is a real difference maker. Look, the the Giants will undoubtedly be up for this. I've no doubt Brian Dable will want uh, his team uh, to um, you know put on an, uh, a performance against a divisional rival. Um, the, the Eagles might be going into MetLife as I think any visiting team, um, especially with Von Miller's injury now, there seems to be an awful lot of worry and concern around the league about playing on turf. The home teams who play on it all the time probably have less concerns. I wonder might that play in a little bit. But ultimately, I think the Eagles have enough weapons to to get this done. Uh, I I don't think it will be a very high-scoring game. I think the Giants will keep it tight. But ultimately, between what they have on the ground and um, their receiving core, I expect the, the Eagles to get this done and to continue their march on. They will uh, be 12-1 and one by my reckoning on Sunday night. Fair enough. So Eagles all the way there. And I'll give you my arbitrary choice of uh, the Giants. This will make you happy, Brian, because the only player I remember other than Jim Kelly from those early days when I watched NFL was Phil Sims. Wasn't that the, the Giants? That's, that's, uh, that's, our, that's our boy. That's correct. Yeah. That's, I thought, that's, you, I thought that's, you were going... I thought you were going with Randall Cunningham, the Eagles. Uh, well, I mean, uh, no, there are no, me- no. there are many more I could probably pluck from the back of my brain, but that's the one that I remember. Um, all right. Uh, just to shout out before we go to the next one is if anyone wants to drop any comments in, we'll uh, we'll get to those after this this uh, this one. Um, okay. So game five. Uh, so um, the Steelers uh, no longer one of our quickfire games because they've now won two in a row. Uh, late playoff push here um and so it's the ravens going to pittsburgh to play the steelers ravens are eight and four steelers five and seven no lamar jackson a quarterback for the ravens so what do you think can they do it even without him uh column perhaps this time do you want to kick us off yeah i I'm not not sure on the the Steelers playoff uh, push, but could could they ensure that magical Mike Tomlin finishes at or uh, or above 500 and uh, continues to never have a losing season? Yeah, that might be might well be be possible. Um, and the fact is that I have always advocated starting your young QBs. They need to take their licks. They need to learn how to play in the league. And uh, Kenny Pickett has had a steep learning curve, and he's not there yet I, I don't i think the jury's still out completely on whether he is a franchise qb but he is three and one in his last four starts um and that is uh, you know certainly more impressive than his early season form for the the ravens they my goodness they absolutely fell over the line against a, a broncos team who couldn't get anything going 
uh, on on offense, um, and the the Ravens just couldn't seem to get out of their own way until that last late drive where they they got the touchdown and managed to eke out a 10-9 victory. Uh, Certainly, I think uh, playing playing soccer growing up, we would have had games with with more goals. Um, um, I went on the the Ravens podcast uh, last week in the lead up to to that, and the Ravens fans are really unhappy with their OC. Um, They are not happy at all with with Greg Roman, um, and, and probably the Lamar contract situation is playing into that a little bit. There's so much uncertainty there. Huntley, um, I have seen him uh, play the the Bears last year, where I thought he played quite well at times, but I didn't think he had a good game at all against the the Broncos. Now, the Steelers' defense probably isn't at the level that the the Broncos' defense was, but the Steelers' coaching is better. They have an ability to to score more points. The Ravens should win this, but. Mike Tomlin absolutely loves divisional games. Uh, and given the season that we have had, I am going to say that Magic Mike finds a way and his Pittsburgh Steelers get another divisional victory. They go to, to six and seven and the Ravens are, um, you know, looking at the remaining fixtures and saying, oh, we got to win out if we want to make the playoffs. Right. Very good. Uh, so, Steelers call there. Brian, how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts? I have a feeling that this show might be one of the least entertaining we've had in a while. So many results going the same way. Um, <laughs> the Ravens over the past few weeks, Colin rightly called it out, they couldn't get out of their way last week, found a way to to win. And when we were doing our show last Thursday, I, I reflected on the game which they played two weeks earlier against the Panthers at home, which they won 13-3. And it was um, it was 6-3 with six minutes to go in that game. And they stumbled over the line. And the following week, when they went into... Jacksonville, they were held down to three field goals in the first half where they were in the red zone three times, leaving themselves in a position where they were scraping at the end to try to win the game and they really should have won the game, only for Jacksonville to go down with a late drive. So they've been they've been stuttering. They stuttered earlier in the season. They've had games in which they were leading by ten points in three games in particular in the fourth quarter. They found ways to throw that game away. The game in Jacksonville, as I just touched on, they were up by nine points in the fourth quarter. Something's not right there. They're in a good position for the playoffs, but something this season is not right. Lamar Jackson he was in a contract year, started really well to start the season. On this show, we were talking about how much he's going to get paid. He will get paid, but right now, especially with him now, Huntley kind of has similar traits to him, but he's obviously not at that level. He played quite well last year. Did enough last week, as Colin knows, the Broncos side are going in the wrong direction. But I have been impressed with Kenny P, and me and Colin were in lockstep on this at the start of the season. They should have just put him in from day one. And like Colin's called out there, 3-1 in his last four games. Last week, he threw for 197 yards. No interceptions, no touchdowns, but it's game management. They won 19-16 in Atlanta. The previous Monday, similar enough numbers, true for one touchdown, they beat the Colts. He had a reasonably good game against the Bengals the week prior to that, and the week before that, a similar steady game they won. It's all about game management. Mike Tomlin has now come out saying he's comfortable with the offence. He allows him to change the play at the line of scrimmage. It's no longer a case of that's the play you run it. So it's a trust factor, and it's continuing. And they're, They've beaten the Ravens four times in a row. They're going for five in a row. Colin would say Magic Mike, I'd say Iron Mike, because I think he, he'd be the one knocking out the Ravens from the, the top of this division come Sunday, because I think the Bengals will obviously beat the Browns, and then the Ravens will be back in second place. So for me, it's a Steelers win as well. And Marcus, Marcus Steelers. So here we Jinx go. It. 
Well, you leave me with no choice but to 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 go for the Ravens here, guys. You know, even though I did have an arbitrary connection to the Steelers, uh, my wife uh, went to school with the uh, Super Bowl winning kicker for the Steelers, who, given my NFL knowledge, I can't even remember his full name. Jeff Reed. Does that sound possible? Is that his name? I can't remember. I'll get the name for you later. But anyway, uh, that so I'm going Steelers as well, just to fully jinx it, lads. Okay. Um, do we? Do we have any comments, Brian, that we want to chuck up uh, just right now? I'm conscious uh, we're kind of going into game six in a second, so maybe now's now's the time to go for it. Yeah, quite a few interactions. I love this one, right? We have a a regular, Cal, I know you're new to the show, we have a a regular Mm. called called Fred. Um, Mm -hmm. And every every day Fred comes out giving out about uh, Odell Beckham and this potential move to Dallas. Um, I think it's a bit of a love-hate relationship for Fred because he's already on this evening saying it doesn't look like he's going to Dallas um, this is a very interesting one. So uh, his well, he didn't go to LA either because he got thrown off the plane. So there you yeah, go. He was thrown off the plane for whatever that, whatever came of that. But uh, um, it all looked like last week he was going to Dallas. He went into Dallas. Um, there was a concern about his knee and the medical situation. And Dallas now look like they're trying to play it down that they were ever interested in the fourth place or that they're reflective of his medical situation. So who knows how this is going to play out. Quite a little mm. bit of surprise to Colm's earlier comments about uh, Zach Wilson um, saying, suggesting that the uh, the Jets won't be able to get rid of him until 2025. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that taken that we've seen, uh, as, as it's been rightly called out by Keith here. Um, Josh Rosen was in his second year, I believe, and he was traded away from the Cardinals once Kyle Murray was selected in the open round of the draft. There's a lot of chit-chat going on in the background this evening, which is great to see. Great. And, That's great uh, to see. Well, yeah, listen, and there's a few comments around the turf. Yeah, Columns and Lewis, there it is another one here. He's talking about the MetLife turf, the Rams and Chargers, um, are coursing the SoFi turf as well. So there's a lot of teams that are looking to potentially move towards real grass and play and playing that. I think what the problem is for some of the teams and stadiums is just commitments to have numerous concerts and numerous other events when the season isn't on and to have <clears throat> proper field turf as opposed to um, the artificial turf doesn't lend a hand to concerts and stuff yeah. so um, that's that's well, that piece um, that'll rage on sure. anyway i'm sure all right well will Colin, we will we will we move to game six then i, I think colin wants just, to react to just, I'm just sorry colin quickly, has a reaction i think brian i think the comment in relation to 2025 might have been in terms of russell wilson and yes the broncos are unless they take an absolutely unprecedented like doubling the cap hit the broncos are stuck but the thing is that um that zach wilson is on a rookie contract so zach wilson could very easily come in and sit behind um russell wilson and essentially they would have two years of him on on a rookie deal they don't have to take the the fifth year option again i think it's very unlikely it was a rumor that i saw but the broncos have an unmerciful problem um at quarterback and have to figure something out Sorry, I thought he was alluding to um, <clears throat> potentially giving up on that Wilson so early in his Jets career. No, too many, too, th- too many, too many Wilsons, and ultimately yeah, I, the Wilson from Castaway was better than. That was of- my thought. That's my thought immediately. I thought you were talking about Wilson the, bo- Russell, the volleyball. Russell Wilson is playing like Tom Hanks in that film. He's a shredded. He's he's shredded in the water there. <laughs> uh, all right, and with that thought, we'll move on to Game Six. So. Uh, the last of the 6 p.m. games in these main previews. So it's the Jags 4-8 and eight against the Titans 7-5. and five. So Titans, they've lost two in a row. 
Um, and uh, and uh, so it's a good game here uh, to sort of rebound for them, I suppose. Or you tell me. I mean, Colin, what what do you what do you what are your thoughts on Jags Titans? Yeah, this has been, uh, I suppose, uh, and not a great week for the the Titans in in certain respects. They have lost two on the bounce, and they sacked their GM. But I think for um, a number of ti- people outside the Titans really looked at the timing of the, the GM sacking and, and kind of really wondered about it. I think for a lot of other, uh, for a lot of Titans fans, they probably uh, understood it uh, a bit more. Uh, with the news today that uh, Caleb Farley is having, or has had back surgery, um, and, and you know, that essentially um, rules him out again. I think is it three back surgeries, two ACL surgeries before the age of 25? Um, you're you're left hoping on a miracle for him to really work out. And the GM has essentially wasted kind of two years uh, in terms of draft picks. Um, so that has been an enormous problem. It also emerged earlier in the week. Um, now, now there's two things. One, that the owner it doesn't seem was, or at least she says she wasn't consulted on the AJ Brown trade. Um, and we also were all reminded with the video of Mike Vrabel's reaction uh, to the AJ Brown trade. He uh, was none too happy. Um, and so there was a feeling that maybe it was a bit of a, a power struggle and Mike Vrabel won. But I, I felt a little bit, and, and, and if that is the case, maybe this bit is more understandable. The owner left Mike Vrabel to answer all the questions this week. Um, so the he was left to, to field the questions. Now, ultimately, if it was a power struggle and he won, I can understand that a little bit more. And I can understand why, um, you know, he that, that was the case. And I get backing Mike Vrabel because you have seen his own players and other players come out to back for him again th- this week. Uh, Taylor Lewan was on with Kay, um, Kay Adams earlier today and talking about him being the, the best coach in the league. And we also heard that Derek Henry is quite cranky this week. Uh, Mike Herndon was talking about that. When Derek Henry is cranky, um, there are a couple of teams that he particularly likes playing. Number one is the Texans and number two is the Jags. And um, the the Jags, after um, their great vic- comeback victory against the, the Ravens, were very disappointing last week. Uh, Trevor Lawrence um, is, is has an injury designation, um, and uh, that is is a problem. For me, I have the Titans riding the ship and getting back to winning ways. Okay, Titans to right the ship. Brian, what do you think about that? They couldn't have asked for a better game. To, you know, Brandon Moynihan, and it's a divisional game, and people say, "Oh, it'll be, it'll, it could be close." Trevor Lawrence, who was the first round pick last year, uh, Kala, he's a great quarterback. We've seen great, great moments from him this season. Two weeks ago, he's the, the he's the former Clemson guy, isn't he? That's correct. Yeah, you're, you're oh, I know that because my my father and mother in law are massive Clemson fans. They're former Clemson grads. So anyway, so there, that was something there I actually go. knew you were talking about. Unbelievable. Well, he you mightn't get you mightn't get to reflect on Clemson this weekend because the likelihood is he's not going to play. Um, he's very ah. doubtful. He got to say it looked it looked like a potential season-ending injury last week, only to come back into the second half of the game and play reasonably well. Uh, C.J. Bethard, who uh, Colin would know from his days with the 49ers, is the backup there, and if he plays, with all due respect to him, I would find it 
difficult to see how they can overcome this game. And, and the rivalry's there, but yet the Titans have found ways to beat them. I think it's five games in a row the Titans have had their number. And Derek Henry, Colm's talking about being, being moody and grumpy this week. He didn't play really well last week. He wasn't allowed to play well. Eagles' defensive line stood up to them. I'd be surprised to see that if that was the case this week. I think Derek Henry will be have a big rebound game. And one player I'd look out for, Robert Woods, whether it was his time in LA or since he's come to the Titans, has had, always had really good games against the Jags, 80-plus yard games. Maybe he's one that'll have another breakout game on Sunday. For me, I'm with Colm. Mark is the same. We're all picking the Jags. The Titans. Sorry. You're all picking the Titans, or unless <laughs> I've completely misunderstood the game. The Titans. Uh, Titans. All right, well, then I'll, I'll go for the Jags because I guess it's the closest uh, big cat to Panthers that I can think of, and I like the Panthers. 